Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of The Unwritten Rule, we've got a bunch of Mizzou football and men's basketball news. We had SEC media days um, over this past week, so we're going to talk all about the stuff we learned um, and really didn't learn from Eli Drinkwitz and company. Um, we've got more Kobe and Des Moines stuff. They ended off Summer League and faced off a few days ago, um, so we'll talk about how that went, and we also have a little bit of recruiting news for both sports as well. We'll do quick hits, then we've got uh, another Mount Rushmore to finish the show. We're doing Mount Rushmore of Sports Journeymen, so plenty to dive into to start your weekend. The Unwritten Rule starts right now. Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for The Unwritten Rule, a Mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Network, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule. Today is Friday, July 21st, and Eli Drinkwitz is a Swifty. That's the best thing we learned from SEC Media Days featuring Eli Drinkwitz and the Missouri Tigers um, on Monday is is that, yeah, he he's apparently a big Taylor Swift fan, um, among other things that he discussed in a in a just fascinating interview with Paul Feinbaum. I won't I won't um, spoil everything. I'll let, I can let Kenny and Peyton talk about that as well. But, um, yeah, that's where we're starting out. Um, SEC Media Days recap. Uh, Mizzou went, like I said, on Monday. Um, kind of kicking things off along with, I think it was AM and LSU were the first teams to go um, on Monday with the Tigers. But um, Drinkwitz and company were down there. Kenny Payton, what, if anything, did we learn um, aside from the fact that um, Eli, Eli is, a, is a big Taylor Swift guy? Yeah, as expected. I mean, Drinkwitz didn't have much to say that was headline grabbing, which just fine with me. At this stage uh, of the offseason, no point. He said over and over, it felt like it's time to let the play do the talking. Um, I couldn't agree more with that. This is the year for Drinkwitz, put up or shut up. Um, And he's chosen to probably wisely let his team that he very clearly has a lot of faith in um, do the talking for him. Uh, Nothing national headline grabbing. Um, I would say the most interesting thing we probably, at least for me, were his comments on Sam Horn, how he talked about how Sam Horn talent, he said explicitly talent was never the issue for Horn last year. It's just getting acclimated to college, um, having him get used to classes, get his grades where they need to be. Um, he he mentioned that Sam Horn, I found out Sam Horn had um diabetes from that oh, wow know that. Um, know that so he was like he's got to get his diabetes under control he was working on his diet he was getting a better sleep schedule he said his brief stint but very successful uh stint in baseball this past year uh really kind of gave him a huge boost in confidence um that's intriguing to me especially Drinkwitz said and i've kind of started to and i know a lot of other people have too um expect the fact that the QB competition 
may not be settled by the end of fall camp. He may use the first two games, which should be shoe-in victories um, to kind of decide who the main guy is going to be going forward. Um, definitely, I don't think even Drinkwitz is for sure who he thinks is going to start right now. Brady Cook will take the first reps out of camp, but it's a wide-open competition. I think Matt Stahl, um, who now writes for Alabama.com, said it pretty well. Uh, we retweeted this a couple days ago, but he said, free smart-ass Eli Drinkwitz. I mean, the guy the guy used to have so much fun at these press conferences, and Ben and I talked about this at length um, on Monday's show, that we weren't really expecting much from Drinkwitz. You know, he, he kind of got in trouble, and he last time with a quote, he talked about NIL, really shouldn't have gotten in trouble, was kind of taken out of context, and he didn't really, like, lean into some of those puns, the jokes that he would make, really get in-depth with some of his answers. Um, like Peyton and I even joked about that the shoes would be a bigger topic, and there were some videos that Mizzou Football even posted of Eli Drinkwitz and Darius Robinson looking at their cufflinks. Like, that was, that was like, where this, where this one kind of went. Um, on the topic of some players, though, I don't even think I saw many clips of players talking. I think one of the biggest ones was from Darius Robinson kind of talking about the defensive end position. Because when you look back at the Gasparilla Bowl, it was – it, was, it wasn't stellar. I mean, you had to rotate. Mizzou was rotating their defensive tackles at the defensive end positions. They weren't really looking to Johnny Walker, or Arden Walker at the time, you know, to really fill in at those spots because of injuries. Um, Johnny Walker, who's still with the um, program, got some high praise from Darius Robinson, pretty much the same high praise he got um, last fall, last winter. Um, guy like Arden Walker is now with Colorado. Uh, he entered the transfer portal. So it's, going to be kind of a different um, defensive line on the edges, but it was good to kind of hear that from Darius Robinson. Yeah. I, I want to give you two credit almost first and foremost for, for like predicting basically exactly what happened in terms of what we got from Drinkwitz. I mean, <laughs> it was like Paul Feinbaum even tried to get like to quote Matt Stahl again, the smart ass Drinkwitz to pop out in, in that interview on Monday when, when he came on that show, I think he even said like Drinkwitz wasn't going to do it. And then, you know, just ended, ended up doing it. And yeah, he, he was like, oh, yeah, I had a whole plan for you, but you've kind of derailed that because you said you don't want to be make any statements. And I, I like what Drinkwitz said about that, where he was like, you know, I, I don't want to take like Peyton said, you know, he wants to let his team do the talking and wants to keep keep all of that on the field and not take any of the spotlight away from the work that these guys have seemed to put in. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a good media days from him, apart from I think I also learned he saw Mark Stoops on a beach once. But, you know, <laughs> that's that's besides the point. And so, yeah, like Peyton said, oh, yeah, go ahead, Kenny. Go I, ahead. I have one more thing I just wanted to point out. Uh, Peyton and I did kind of talk about Lane Kiffin and Drinkwitz. You know, they used to take shots at each other. I know you threw that clip together, too, of the shoes. Um, but that one clip from Nick Brooks TV, um, he's a sports anchor and reporter in Alabama. Um, he asked Lane Kiffin if he thinks he looks like him because uh, he goes to football games, these Football players come up to him. They ask him if he's Lane Kiffin. He looks pretty much like him. He looks like Daniel Tosh as well. And Lane Kiffin was awesome. I mean, the answer is going back to him. He even asked, like, do you get Daniel Tosh too? And Lane Kiffin oh, just wow. looks looks like he has been in the sun the whole offseason. Mm, he looks fried. <laughs> he's so – I mean, his hair is just messy. He's not wearing a tie like some other coaches might. Uh, he looks so tired up there. Uh, that was probably my favorite thing from SEC Media Days. I, that's you, you hit on what I was just going to ask next is this, so Mizzou aside, other than, you know, 
maybe the thing Peyton hit on, which is that, you know, Brady Cook's going to start out camp as QB one, but it's probably going to take into the season before we really know. Um, Mizzou aside, what other, you know, things did we maybe learn from other SEC coaches? I know like Dave Matter tweeted the length of everyone's opening statement. I think Drinkwood said the second longest. Um, it was like 15 minutes or whatever, but you know, any other either fun or, you know, important things to, to note around the, the SEC. Um, just one last Mizzou thing before I move on. Uh, I do remember uh, just Kenny bringing up Darius Robinson reminded me. I forget the exact two it was. Oh, wow. That was really cool. You guys. That was really cool. Was really we cool. were we were in sync in the, in the water yeah, bottle. Team. I would clip that. Um, I might clip but that. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Darius Robinson. And maybe it was Drinkwitz. Maybe it was Chris Abrams Green. I really don't remember. And I feel bad for forgetting. Maybe it was Javon Foster. Two of the people that were down there for Mizzou. They were both asked um, who, do, who has really stood out to you um, at camp for Mizzou. Armand Membu uh, was the first name out of their mouths each time. Uh, I believe Johnny Walker got a lot of praise. Um, Darius Robinson, especially, he rattled off like four names. Um, so, but Armand Membu, uh, that's probably the offensive line is probably the second biggest question mark outside of QB on the team. Uh, it looks to be an improved unit, but hearing that Armand Membu, who was kicked inside the guard, um, is apparently acclimating to his new position really well. That's good to hear. Um, in terms of everything else in SEC media days, I really didn't pay too close attention. Uh, Kirby Smart, I mean, obviously he got asked a lot of questions. He's more concerned about Georgia getting complacent than anything else. I really, is. really would not anticipate Mizzou having a prayer in that game this year. I think he's going to have, I think he was embarrassed that they almost, that Mizzou outplayed them for 55 minutes. I think he's going to probably put, the hammer down this year. Um, Arkansas fans still have quite the elitist complex. Uh, <laughs> not much else. I mean, Billy Napier, I mean, people are just like really, cause he's at Florida. The spotlight was on him a bit. Uh, Zach Arnett had a really nice homage to uh, Mike Leach in his press conference. He said he was intentionally trying to give, as Mike Leach, a.k.a. short answers as possible, but pretty much it. There wasn't a ton happening this year. Yeah, I I liked the I liked the Mike Leach tributes. Um, I know, like, Greg Sankey did that, too, and, like, didn't wear a tie for him and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I thought I thought I didn't I didn't seem to, to get too many headlines about about that. Other than the Arkansas thing, I was going to that's what I was going to make a comment about is just, yeah, they're they're stirring the pot with trying to make this thing a rivalry by trying really hard to not make this thing a rivalry. However you want to go around that roundabout <laughs> mm-hmm. logic, but Kenny, do you have anything? Uh, just jumping back into the Arma Membu stuff. Uh, I remember I asked last season, it was like maybe the last week it, during the off season, some of these captains were going to move on. And we asked, you know, who are some guys that are really stepping up as leaders and Javon Foster, who you did mention Peyton. He, I looked it up. He was the one really praising Arma Membu. Of course, you know, he's on the offensive line with him. I remember asking Javon Foster who on the offense could step up as a captain next year. Immediately. First name is Armand Membu. This guy was a freshman. He was a true freshman last year and he was, turning heads and looking like a captain after only maybe seven starts, eight starts. And that that's really just a tone setter. I mean, that's something they look forward to and just keep 
looking out for is maybe looking for a vocal arm on Membu. I mean, it doesn't look like if you look at his pictures, he might look like a quiet guy. I mean, when we talked to him one time, he was a little bit quiet. It was his first time talking probably to media in a big scrum. But um, when we saw him on the field, he was loud. He's vocal. He's a pretty vocal uh, player for only having maybe eight or nine starts under his belt. Yeah, that's, that, Looked that's great. Good in that been, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's good that he seemed to be a name that jumped off. He's making the jump that I think, like you said, Kenny, people are expecting him to make um, coming into his, his second season. So yeah, SEC media days. Um, other fun thing we got out of, out of not really out of SEC media days, but Mizzou football news wise, SEC nation's coming back and hopefully staying back this time around. <laughs> um, SEC nation we learned is going to come to um, Mizzou. Um, Kenny, when is it again? Uh, it's week four against Tennessee. No, it was, right. it was, it was, oh, Nation look. is coming for the opener against South Dakota. That's right. It was South Dakota. They're also going to, Oh, also to that weekend. Sorry. Because yeah. the zoo's on a Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So opener, which follows up the last time SEC media day was officially here. They were supposed to come of course, last season, um, when Mizzou played that game, Peyton was talking about against Georgia, um, and then decided to dip in and, and, leave it Can't the last minute. But, so yeah this will be mizzou's first uh first sec nation game since 2019 if i'm not mistaken when they played west virginia so i don't know if y'all have any thoughts on that but it's exciting to seem they're in you know kind of the prime time light of the of the conference coming up again it's it's pretty cool um it's i mean anytime you can get one of those shows to come to columbia i think that's a good thing uh Hey, man, I mean, there is a huge opportunity. I mean, Mizzou starts out somehow. I still have to see them beat K-State before I believe they actually do can. Um, but if they start 5-0 and and go into that LSU game undefeated at Burrow, there's an even bigger college show that could have that 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 one in their sights. So uh, this is a good good thing. I mean, it, it it's because Mizzou, there's not another – SEC game that day, I would say probably, but never hurts. Uh, it'll put Mizzou in the spotlight. This is a good scheduling move that they should keep doing, and I think the SEC is kind of rewarding that uniqueness. I also think SEC Nation should feel bad about missing last year. Even though Mizzou lost to the number one team in the country, they put up the biggest fight against the number one team in the country that Georgia saw all last season, like during the regular season. And I think they, sh- I think they should feel bad they missed it. I mean, they're they're coming to a, you know, it's going to be a blowout. I mean, you can say that enough. If you're going to face South Dakota, uh, I think Missouri is going to blow them out. But I think it's kind of like a, a reward or you know, like kind of like a payback after missing last season. Um, I remember vividly seeing a video from SEC Media Days last year of Desiree Francois, you know, telling I think I don't I think it was it Paul was Feinbaum, Feinbaum, Paul Feinbaum, and saying you know come back, you know we you need to come back to Columbia. And they were going to come back, and then they didn't. So I think it's kind of just shows that they're getting back into it. I mean, they shouldn't have missed last year's game. I, I understand why they did it. Mizzou was struggling, but they missed a really good game. Yeah, I mean, Mizzou was two and two at the time, and their two wins were Abilene Christian and Plotek. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was... I mean, you can't blame them, yeah. but I mean, yeah. it's it's they they should still feel bad that they they missed no, that yeah. game. That was one of the best big missed games opportunity. Of last mm-hmm. Yep. It seems it seems like Desiree Reed Francois is doing a good job of almost just demanding, you know, respect from, from these, these shows, or I guess the, the mainstream sec 
um, network stuff. Cause like you just by being dedicated, I guess, to like, you know, his saying, Hey, listen, you know, we're giving some of these teams good games. Even if, even if we didn't have the best record going into it, you know, we, we, we deserve at least some attention right now. And like Peyton said, could set up, could set up for, for what happens when LSU comes to town um, mm-hmm. a little bit down later in it's, the season. So it's all right there. I mean, it's all there for Mizzou. I mean, the schedule is very favorable for them. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And we'll get into that more and more. Um, switching over to recruiting, we also got some news. I'll let uh, I'll let Peyton um, pat himself on the back, I guess, because he, he, he basically predicted this almost exactly. Last show, we talked about this. Um, the top five for Jeremiah McLennan, um, the five-star wide receiver, was released. Mizzou was in it. Um, Peyton, like I said, mentioned this last week and Mizzou in there alongside Georgia, LSU, Ohio State and Oregon. So there's some pretty some pretty light hitters. I think Mizzou can beat those schools out for uh, for uh, for this guy. Right. Right, fellas. Yeah, especially since he hasn't even taken an OV here yet. Um, Yeah, no, he's not coming here. Uh, This is a courtesy (laughs) throw in top five. Do not even waste your time worrying about this one. He is not coming to Mizzou. The only way it would happen is if Mizzou starts off like eight no Wingo com- Wingo and Wanari commit and maybe he goes hmm, but then Ohio State will probably still get him anyway. <laughs> so he's not coming here. Uh, that was funny because it kind of reminded me of this one I just saw from two four seven. It's a wide receiver from Idaho. His name's Gatlin Bear, and I didn't even look at where he was from, and but I looked at his, his teams first. It goes TCU, Oregon, Nebraska, Michigan, Boise State. I'm like, okay, he's probably from Idaho, and then I saw he was from Idaho. That's what this <laughs> one kind of felt like too. Um, you look at the quote from on th- that he told on three, uh, Missouri's home, and they want me really bad. I like the offense, and I feel like I could thrive there. I also really, uh, I really feel the love from Coach Drink and Coach Peeler. Um, so that's that's all he had to say about Mizzou. And I feel I'm like sure that's, you what you do. Kinda, that's what you kind of say if you're a five star in the state of Missouri and you're probably not going to land there. But um, thank you for the courtesy throw in that Drink was <laughs> yeah. hanging his head on. It can always be nice to give Twitter a little bit to to look for. Um, one guy Mizzou did get, not a wide receiver. Um, and I actually, I kind of want to read this first sentence from Rock M Nation because I do think it's it's kind of uh, just well written because Mizzou got a punter um, commit from 2024. So there's at least that. I just, I just think this is funny. It's one of the least celebrated positions on the gridiron, writes Rock M Nation. But let me ask you something. Can you remember the last time your team was burned by a punter? I can. And it sucks. So <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's a, I think that's a good lead into, into as much attention as you want to give a punting recruit, but Mizzou did land one. Will Safras, um, who I believe we checked before is a five star. I thought I saw that mm-hmm. somewhere, but I, um, so, you know, getting some, getting some talent on the special teams. Mizzou's had a, a solid run on special teams the last couple of years, but um, you know, if, if not McLennan, there you go. You got a nice, a nice five star. If y'all two have any anything on Mister Safras, uh, yeah, I mean Eric Link parentheses the recruiter. We are all witnesses. Uh, he cannot <laughs> recruit. He can he can recruit like a madman on that special teams unit. Let me tell you. Can he coach them? I'm not so sure, but he surely can recruit. I mean, this is Mevis. They got oh god, Kenny, you helped me out. Kenny was like a connoisseur of this stuff last year. Um, yeah, knowing that, <laughs> mm-hmm, that just yeah. knowing every single special teamer status every week. Um, but yeah, no, all this punter talk does remind me that the the one of the big things that came out of SEC media days was that that rule 
of the, oh my god i can't even say it without getting really angry um, <laughs> about oh, how yeah. and it, kentucky was rewarded for snapping the ball 80 yards backwards and then firing a two-yard punt out of bounds uh oh my god i can't even say it's so dumb that rule got fixed if you're outside the uh, five-yard zone you're free game to just get lit up like uh, <laughs> Like that Kentucky punter who was carted off uh, last year. For as for as like you know at least attempting that football is at at safety, they kind of just forced themselves to take a step back with this one. They're just like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna have to let punters get ever. killed. <laughs> it's just it's just how it's I, like be. they they absolutely nailed the the ruling of that like the referees in that Kentucky yeah. game. They nailed it. They got everything right there. It is just the stupidest thing that, that that was ever allowed. You could you could they snap the ball fifty yards backwards and were rewarded with a first down for it. Well, that's all we'll, the punter thoughts I have. Yeah, Will Will Saffersel, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, he's a twenty twenty four recruit. I mean, Cole's camps, it, they're the ones who's going to be um, giving you your best, you know, recruiting numbers and the rankings. And he's a five star there. Uh, you kind of look at some of these other guys that Mizzou has landed in the last two years under Eric Link. Is Brett LeBlanc, who's a long snapper from Wisconsin. Um, he, if I'm not mistaken, he, he's top three. Even, he might be even number one in his class at the long snapper position because he was an Under, under Armour All-American along with him. Uh, another under, under Armour All-American is Blake Craig out of Kansas City. Uh, it was a kicker who both of them signed early and joined. Um, they were uh, they joined the Mizzou football team for spring practices. So they you don't see that all the time with some of these special teamers jumping in early. We saw them playing basketball at the rec once too in our <laughs> senior year this past this past spring. Um, another another topic about Eric Link. This was from uh, Drinkwitz. Is that Eric Link will continue to serve as a special teams coordinator, uh, but Eli Drinkwitz and Blake Baker. Um, will handle kickoff teams and Al Pogue will handle the return teams from now on. So Eric Link is half the special teams coordinator is what I took from that. Uh, he's still the like tight a ends third. coach. A third. I mean, yeah. he still has punts, punting and uh, field goals. So I, he, he literally is just half. a recruiter. Like it's yeah. just there. He's extra really good. Point, recruiting. He's the extra point coordinator right now and field With, goals. Which Mevis has never missed an extra point uh, in his Mizzou career, fun fact. No, but he's missed a couple that were pretty much extra points. But yeah. let's just move on. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Eric Lincoln's special teams. We're going to have to. I know we're going to have to at some it's point. It's going to come up. It will come up. Yeah, um, but it probably will. They'll Mizzou. get another rule changed at yeah. some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. somehow they'll, they'll force another rule change. But there you go. Mizzou landing a, uh, a, a nice little punter. Um, switching to basketball. We have uh, Kobe and Demoy, the last I believe we'll now see of them in the summer league. If I believe they faced off, um, the summer couple... league is over. So yeah, summer league's yeah. over. Oh, the full yeah. summer league's over. I I, I forgot. Um, I I didn't watch once they were done. I kind of stopped watching. Um, to be honest, mm-hmm. but the two of them faced off. This was on um I think Monday or Tuesday, um and it was, you know. Very, very memorable for one and not so great for the other because Des Moines ended up with 23 points and, and had Lakers Twitter buzzing once again. Um, and Kobe Brown got hurt after like six minutes and, and didn't play the rest of the game. So, you know, I, I don't know if, if either if either of y'all watched and, and tuned in and have anything, you know, on either of them. There's performance, but I think starting with Hodge, I mean, 
once again, just a, a nice lights out three point shooting game. And, and, you know, I think put himself in a pretty good position to get a roster spot. What do y'all think? Yeah. I mean, he seemed pretty uh, consistent throughout most of the summer league. Um, I did not tune into this game uh, because I was working, but uh, I did see Kobe went out with an ankle injury and my heart sank. Uh, but hopefully he's, I, I haven't heard anything uh, uh, that would indicate it's a long-term thing, but yeah, good summer leagues for both. Um, really something you can hang your hat on if you're Dennis Gates, the recruiter. Um, just all around great showing. I mean, there's pretty much nothing else to say. Yeah, I think the first thing that really came to mind is going back to this tweet from Mizzou Hoops. Um, they tweeted the Mizzou way. Only two rookies this year averaged 15 points, two and a half made three-pointers, and one and a half steals in the NBA Summer League. Both of them were Des Moines Hodge and Kobe Brown. And the, the one thing that really just stood out to me about Kobe throughout the whole Summer League, you know, I, I jumped in a little bit here and there watching some of these highlights, but it, you could tell he consistently got better. I mean, he started piecing together parts of his game. It was like one – Sometimes the defense was really working, the shot was really working, and they put it all together in that 30-plus point performance. And I think that's the best way to seal out the summer league for him. And from the tweets that we saw, it didn't sound like a very serious ankle injury. So hopefully he gets that opportunity to maybe start on the bench at the beginning of the year. If not, he will um, see some G League action. Yeah, it's, I think Kobe will be fine. Um, I was I was trying to go through and find some of these Des Moines Hodge tweets um, from just Lakers fans, but just one says Des Moines Hodge is going to be special in all caps. Save this tweet. So you know those always you know those always go well when you say um, save the tweet. But did you bookmark it? Hope, I I didn't. I can. We'll, Not the we'll, receipts. We'll 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 keep the receipts. I'll I'll like it. Go back and bookmark it later because we'll we'll we we have our receipts. Des Moines mm-hmm. Hodge is good. We called it a a long long time ago. Just like we knew Kobe was named after Kobe Bryant a long time ago or a lot longer than most people now. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you guys said it best. Both of them, both of them played great. And I think Des Moines, he's got at least earn a two way something or another. Um, I'm not sure what the Lakers have to work with in terms of those contracts, um, off the top of my head, but I think he's, he's more than earned the chance to, um, to get that, uh, other former tigers in action as well. Um, the TBT started for the show me squad, Led, of course, by um, new Celtics uh, assistant Phil Pressey. Not anymore. He's, his, or, he's not the coach anymore. Is he not the TBT coach still? No, he's not. He's, he's not. Oh, the coach. He was just the roster builder. So, no, he was the coach. And yeah, I think he had to step away be. because he got the Celtics, Celtics position. I guess that makes sense. I kind of thought they would let him do it and be like, oh, yeah, get some coaching, well, coaching experience before he started on the sidelines. But anyway, okay. Roster builder Phil Pressey. But you guys watched, um, I believe, this TBT team play last night. They won beat the UNLV um, alumni squad, if I'm not mistaken. First off, friend of the show, Ben Sternberg, did play. Mm-hmm. So shout out. Um, but yeah, what did, uh, how, was, how was the TBT? How are the, uh, how are the Mizzou alums looking? I did not get to watch, but um, I did, Mizzou is going to play Kansas in the border <laughs> war that we all have definitely been waiting years for. So um, I'll let Kenny take this because he's a TBT guy. He watched a lot more, but hey, we won. M-I-Z. <laughs> we did win. I do have a signed uh, Bayheim's Army hoodie in my closet right now. I haven't found a, a way to display it yet, but that's that's what I got from the TBT. Um, from the Show Me Squad, though, I think the one thing that just stood out to me right away is that Eric Neal was the leading scorer for uh, Show Me Squad. He didn't go to Mizzou. Um, he is a product of the University of Texas Arlington, 
Um, so that was a big thing to see from there. I mean, that's the, the, the leading score for show me squad. Wasn't even a Mizzou product. Isaiah Mosley right behind him though. Uh, Isaiah Mosley. I talked, we talked a little bit in this group chat. We had got uh, with some of our basketball friends, kind of a slow start. Some of these wonky passes, but he really pieced it together. He had 23 points um, in, in a starting role. He went six for nine um, from the field, uh, three for four from, from, uh, from deep and <clears throat> really good game from him. I mean, we didn't get to see a lot of Isaiah Mosley down the stretch into last season, of course. Um, one thing that, another thing that stood out to me at the end of the game is that the show me squad looked a little bit gassed. Uh, it's not a very deep team. I think, you know, the, the primary guy that's going to come off the bench is DeAndre Golston and he didn't even play. Um, he, I think he was probably your number one guy to come off the bench. Uh, we did talk about last week that he is now playing overseas. He did sign that contract, but uh, Vegas Rebellion scored 27 points in the fourth quarter. Show Me Squad scored 17. I mean, Show Me Squad was outscoring them every single quarter until then. Uh, the Show Me Squad still pulled away and hit the Elam ending at 96-90. Uh, but that's one thing to just think about going forward is that there might not be a lot of depth to this team. A lot of things have changed. Like we even mentioned, um, I think it's Brian Luce, who's now the coach, who is Rally for Ryan's Brad dad. Brad Luce, who's Rally for Ryan's dad. Rally for Ryan. Uh, Great game every single year, and Peyton loves it. Um, but that's another thing. Just it's a lot different than what we thought it would look like. Gotcha. Yeah, you answered my question because I watched the highlights and I was like, "Why was Missouri up by twenty in the third quarter and then only up by like eight in the Elam mm-hmm. part?" So yeah, I guess that's a that's a little bit of a worry. I'm looking ahead at this uh, Kansas team. Just uh, just who they got? First of all, both of the Morris brothers are on this team. No, it's Marquee, over. <laughs> Marquee fan Marcus. Also, Thomas Robinson, who I only watched one clip, but I was going to say this too about Jonte Porter. It's so, it's kind of fascinating how you can tell that Jonte Porter played even just like a little bit sparingly in like an NBA and an NBA G League role because he was bullying people. Mm-hmm. Like he, he just looked way bigger than everyone out there. And Thomas Robinson, same thing. Thomas Robinson was like a lottery pick um, back in the day to the Kings, but. Yeah, Jonte, like, he looked bigger. I know he had a I, – I learned this from um, – someone told me this. He was the number one um, – or number two play on the Sports Center top ten. He had a put-back dunk, apparently, that was number two. So that's fun. But, yeah, he just, like it's, – it's wild how any of these guys who even kind of sniffed the NBA, like, are – can kind of dominate this still. Even though they're, they're good – they're all good basketball players. But, uh, yeah, that was just an observation I made. Um. I'm looking at the rest of these names. I don't think you guys would recognize any of them. Brandon Rush. Do you all know who Brandon Rush is? No. A little. I feel like I know that okay. name. He he bounced around the NBA. Bucks legend. But yes. Do we think? Do we think they're going to win? Kansas is the number one seed, right? Uh, yeah. And no, no, I don't. Think <laughs> but the After- Kansas wasn't they? Were they playing like the D three like people? And they almost lost. Yeah, but after you mentioned the Morris twins being on the team, <laughs> I, the brothers, I, I just don't think Mizzou has the depth or really just the the height and the strength to get past or a team like that. Anybody as good as the Morris brothers? <laughs> maybe maybe Mizzou should get the uh, Jokic brothers and they'll just fight, just knock them out. <laughs> Say that they went to Mizzou abroad. Mizzou that's abroad. How, that's, how they, that's how they get in. Mizzou. Yeah. I heard Mizzou is also the name of a city in Serbia. Right. So, yeah. It was, it's actually it's actually a city in Turkey. Yeah, you you should know that because you did the spelling bee of the Turkish. It was hu- city. it was Hungary. Oh, Hungary. Oh. <laughs> Where DeAndre Golston's going? Wrong, wrong Eastern European. Wrong. Country. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Uh, yeah. Wrong Eastern European country. Well, nice. Well, I guess you know another border war basketball lost, but that is what it is. 
So good for good for them to at least get a win. And we're glad we're glad Ben Sternberg. Did he score? I didn't. Uh, no, he did not he even take a shot. OK, oh. I saw him celebrate with Isaiah Mosley after he got an and one. So I was like, he's still he's still doing his thing. So. And Ronnie DeGray was there because the game was in Wichita and Ronnie plays for Wichita State. Oh, now. yeah. He wasn't on the bench or anything. I, I don't even think he's allowed to play because he's, he's not on a college team. Yeah. And so uh, he was still there with the with his former teammates. Which 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 team do you think he'll play for if he does Mizzou or Wichita State's team? Because I think Wichita State UMass UMass UMass. Yeah. <laughs> which one will Nick Honor play with Fordham? Yes, yeah. Des, Moines, Des Moines in a couple of years will play for the uh, Florida Southwest College team. No, exactly. because they disbanded their whole program. Did they really? Yep. Oh, oh darn. Well, at least they got Des Moines Hodge out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. All right. Well, go TBT. Good luck. Good luck to those boys against. Uh, against Kansas. Oh, um, the only other thing I had in basketball recruiting is speaking of Kansas, the Kansas signee Marcus Adams Jr., who's going to be a freshman this year, already hopped in the transfer portal and has apparently heard from Mizzou, according to Joe Tipton. So this is a five-star guy. I don't know if any of y'all know anything more, care to comment, but... I know know. nothing about him. Dennis is always rooting. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis. I just like seeing Mizzou's names on all these lists. It makes it more Mm -hmm. fun. And it makes our jobs easier. More things to comment about when we see Mizzou on Joe Timpson, T- Joe Tipton's long list. But there you go. Um, good Mizzou stuff, everybody. We'll see if uh, we'll see if the TBT team. I think that game's tomorrow. Upsets. We'll see if they upset Kansas. Um, but yeah, we shall see. And we'll have more football stuff as as fall camp gets closer to being underway here. But with that, we will switch over to quick hits. Uh, all right, quick hits time, Kenneth. Jersey, Jersey of the, of the week. week. Um, I got to go Kirk Cousins here. I just finished quarterback today. I'm recording here on a Thursday. Great Uh-oh. documentary. It was so much fun uh, to learn a little bit more of the behind the scenes of Kirk Cousins. I know he's a very religious man. I know he's very you know conservative in his, his beliefs, but he's just funny. Like he's just a nerdy guy. He has a lot of fun with everything he does. And uh, he was actually in choir in high school and in his like he has a little room that he sets up aside from his house that no one can see because he doesn't want to like distract oh God, if anyone comes so in and he has a shirt from when he was in choir in high school and it was all the people with really um uh, high voices and it was i forgot what the exact name was uh but it was it was Alto pretty fun soprano and i just i i thought i just thought a lot more about kirk cousins after that i think he's a really nice guy I, I am now a Kirk fan. I'm not I'm not quite done with it, but I'm on like episode six or seven. And it, it's he just like, I don't know. He just was so humble. He was definitely just the big winner of this. It seems like mm-hmm. um, which is like he was going through the plays. and He's like, I just want to get better every week. I just want to get better with my coach, Kevin O'Connell. And like, I know Peyton can't like him because it's a division rival. But um, yeah, he, he just seems awesome. And, and Kenny, I got a question for you. You like that? You like that? You like that? And we'll get into Peyton Kirk Tober, Kirk Vember, Kirk Vember, Kirk Sember, Kirk Kirkuary. And maybe this this year, Kirk February. Kirkuary. I don't really know. Still Kirk. Wouldn't, Kirk but wouldn't that be this January, February? It'd be the same thing. Oh yeah. I'll figure that out. February <laughs> is just called out. Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> Peyton. Jersey will never be there. Uh my jersey of the week. We already talked about it a lot. Uh but Isaiah Mosley, TBT, um, 23 points. He wears number 23. Jesus, I wish he was coming back to Mizzou this year. Yeah, he looked, he looked, he looked good. 
like Kenny was saying, we already kind of talked about it in the first segment, but yeah, he looks good. Um, my jersey of the week, the Seattle Seahawks throwback uniforms for this season. They're going to wear them week eight against the Browns. Oh my goodness. These jerseys are so clean. They got the, just the classic throwback. If you know the Seahawks uniforms from the nineties, the silver helmet with the old Seahawks logo, they did an awesome release video with Jackson Smith and Jigba who we, uh, the unwritten rule all saw get drafted this year. Um, and they're, they're just so clean. I, I love them so much. It seems like the league likes them a lot. This is my, this is my team for those who don't know. So I'm very excited by them. Um, and yeah, they're, they're so clean. I can't wait to see them rock these when they probably lose to the Browns and Gino fumbles like three times, but they'll look great doing it. They, they're so clean. Yeah. The what's up with too. What's up with NFL teams uh, bringing out their uh, throwbacks against the Browns? The Titans are doing them too <laughs> with the Oilers jerseys. It's just like, are they just picking on the Browns? Cause they just wear poop and poop colors. So Maybe. I don't really know. Maybe so. I also liked a uh, really good, uh, really good make people feel old. Luckily not us. Cause we're also still young enough, but the pick, the Seahawks tweeted a photo of Jackson Smith and Jigba and J- Devin Witherspoon and said, not born in the nineties, but still rocking with it, which I feel like will just make a lot of, a lot of old heads on Twitter feel old, which mm-hmm. is always good. Yeah. Um, all right, Kenny, you got a college for us. Yeah, I got a college for us. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is first. I don't <laughs> do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> you said, do you have a college for us? And I almost said it. What college? Okay. Okay. So we're going to start it off here. We're going to go to the, we're going to go to major league baseball. I want your hands up. This is Jack. my guess. My hands are up. Okay. That's your guess. Uh, Jack no, 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 guess. no. Okay. They had a first player. Uh, first player going into major league baseball here is Christian Walker. Who's a first baseman for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm feeling Southwest. <sighs> Southwest. But I don't know. I'm not ready to guess. I don't. I don't. Nothing. Moving on. If it's yeah, implied, it's I don't on. know. <laughs> um, I, I if, if that one didn't help. Um, okay, oh. we'll jump into the NFL here. Uh, let's look around some of these mid two thousands NFL players. Ooh. Um. Hmm. Sydney Rice. Oh God. Seahawks. Seahawks legend Sydney Rice. I. I feel like I may have a guess, but I'm not gonna do it yet. I'm not gonna do it yet. I'm not. I think I'm I may sure. know. I think I may know, but I might also be thinking of Percy Harvin's college. Also a Seahawks legend. Yeah. But I don't. I, I, I'm gonna need more. I don't need more. All right, we're gonna stay in the NFL here. Uh, we're gonna go with former Texans quarterback Jonathan Joseph. Corner. Oh. Um. See, one of them went to Wake Forest. Of those, didn't we have Wake Forest? He did Wake Forest, didn't he? I have not done Wake Forest. No. no. Oh, maybe it was Kevin Joseph though. There's Uh, also good names for Wake Forest that I feel like if he was struggling to find names, he would have some good ones. Okay, I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need the last one. I think. I'm not sure either. I think I have a guess. I think I have a guess, but I kind of thought Alabama, but I don't know. It's not Alabama, but I think that's. I think that's the right conference. Yeah. I was thinking about going to basketball here, uh, mainly just because I know you'd know a lot of basketball players, Jack, and I know Peyton could uh, rattle off some as well. But there aren't many good basketball players for this school. Definitely, definitely not Wake Forest, then. I don't. So think. we're going to jump back into the baseball world, and I think Crap. this might give it away. But I'm going to say it anyways. If anyone's listening from the Missouri area, you might get this one pretty easily. Um, Whit Merrifield. Oh, 
wow, that was actually less helpful. Oh, wait. No, no. I do know. Oh, I know. Oh, yep. Ding, 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 Jack, ding. Jack, do I, you want to guess first? Because I think Peyton already knows what it is. Yeah, I know. I know. Do I have? Did I have the conference right in, in the SEC? You did. You did. Ooh, all right. Mm-hmm. Let me just, you were let me very just take close. A, let me just take a, let me just take a shot here. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm reading Peyton's, reading Peyton's mind through the screen. Um, He's really good at typing with his other hand. I'm not. I sorry. I'm not <laughs> typing. I'm not typing. Um, give me SEC school. Auburn. Nope. Um, I was. I'm glad I got Merrifield because I was. I was Florida until that last one. But it's South Carolina. So. It is South Carolina. Peyton gets it this week. I was between him and Good I thought Jackie Bradley Jr. would be a. You would hit it right out of the park, Peyton. If who, I said who would you have said for I didn't a? Know Jackie Bradley Jr. went there. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, who would really? you have said for basketball? Sandarius Thornwell. That would have been um, the only name I could have pulled. I think, I Alex English was like the first one yeah. that I saw. I think that was really the only name I would think would be really helpful. Um, still looking through some of these other names. Yeah, I'm like there's not many like all stars. It's just NBA players. Or no, Gilmore went to. Uh... Gilmore went here. Gilmore was Gilmore the reason did? I chose okay. this. Yeah. PJ Dozier. You guys know if you guys know who that is. I've heard that name. But um he was, was on a the good team. one. He was on the team of Thornwell. That was a good one. Well done, Kenny. Mm-hmm. I did not know where Jonathan Joseph went to college. Uh, All right. Best beats. Best beats of the weekend. Um, we have a pretty strong baseball theme this week. Uh White Sox are gonna be sellers. And I know some of these players might be playing a little bit better to get their stock up maybe get an opportunity elsewhere. They're facing the twins and against Joe Ryan, uh, Joe Cy Young Ryan, whatever you want to call him, Joe Nolan Ryan. And I got Joe Ryan carving up the White Sox here. Twins minus 154. Safe, but fair. Got to be safe after the Wimbledon bets. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I am picking. Shout out Carlos favorite. Alcaraz, by the way. The one. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, I'm picking another favorite. I'm going to take the Mariners minus 122 over Toronto because they will be without Jared Kelnick, who decided it was a good idea to kick a water cooler as hard as he could, uh, and it broke his foot, and he cried and apologized to his teammates. So Mariners minus 122. Nice. They'll be galvanized by his death. (laughs) They're going to put his jersey up in the dugout. Mm -hmm. Rafters. Um I am betting on my own team this week, the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm taking them plus 113 over the Atlanta Braves. Um, the Brewers have won eight of their last 10. They've been on a hot streak. They're now um, in resounding in first place in the Central after good good series wins over Cincinnati and Philly. So, you know, I, now that I bet on them, they're going to lose like 18 games in a row. But it was fun while it lasted, and I think they'll get one against the the Braves. Give me the, give me the crew. Rowdy. Rowdy home run. Throw that in there. At some point in the series, we're There's getting no rowdy. That, but moving on, we're Kenny. getting rowdy. Uh, oh, oh, it's main next. bird time. Hold on, hold on. I like no cap, and he's the main bird. Shawnee's main bird of the week. All right, my Shawnee's main bird of the week. Uh, I got to take a jab at the Cardinals here. I know it's been a while, uh, but Genesis, Genesis Cabrera, Cardinals. Uh, he <laughs> he was DFA'd by the the Cardinals. Um, this week, if you want to know where I just got that reference from, go to our Twitter and watch the video I quote tweeted Genesis Cabrera getting DFA'd with. Um, great video there outside of Harpo's in Columbia. But see you, Genesis <laughs> Cabrera. You will be missed, and your uh, teal glove will be missed get a, too. 
you could have taken Ryan Tapera here as well as he was DFA'd after two days. Um, I wrote about it today, actually. Mm-hmm. So Tyler O'Neill, he's back. Yep. T-O-N. Uh, my main bird of the week is going to be Max Crosby, the former Eastern Michigan Eagle. Um, if you watch quarterback, we're going to dis- go back to discussing it again. He got in Patrick Mahomes' head pretty bad uh, in in the episode I watched. Um, he just punched you know, him. Gave a, gave a little jab to Patrick Mahomes. He was like, don't punch me, bro. And his Kermit voice. <laughs> I'm here. You woke up the wrong member. You woke up the wrong member. I'm here. I'm- I'm here. Yeah, no. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was That's rattled. Terrible. This was terrible. Rattled. Just totally rattled. Um, so, Max Crosby, you're my main bird of the week. Good job. He's got Max. sick job, tattoos. Max. Mad Max. So he looks sick. Uh, my main bird of the week, the Super Falcons. That is, of course, the nickname um, of the Nigerian women's national soccer team this year. Um, Fox Sports tweeted a graphic uh, of all of the teams participating in the Women's World Cup uh, this summer. It's actually just started. Uh, there's been a couple of matches. The USA um, play tomorrow um, against Vietnam. So interesting historical matchup there. But um, the USA play tomorrow. Obviously, the you know it's kind of the USA against the world. That's how they played it up. But some of these nicknames, including Nigeria's, are awesome. I think they're I think they're really fun. Um, my favorite, of course, being Canada, which is no official nickname. I think that's real creative there um, to go with that. But, you know, just looking at some of these other ones, you got uh, you got Vietnam, who the U.S., of course, are playing. The Golden Star Women Warriors. I think that's fun. Um, you've got a couple of these are like the men's and the women's team have the same nickname. So and they're just in another language. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Girls in Green. That's the uh, the Ireland Ireland's team's nickname. They just lost actually to Australia. Um, and then the other one I'll shout out is, um, Zimbabwe, the copper Queens. Yeah. I think those are sick. So those, those bottom two on the list are my favorite. The reggae girls with the Z at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Copper Queens are great. Those are awesome. Yeah. They're they're just fun nicknames. Um, the women's world cup will be fun. Hopefully the U S just storms through everybody again, proving yet again that we are the best of the best, but so did each team choose a nickname or did Fox assign these? So, I mean, I would assume they were chosen by the team. A lot of, like, for example, Argentina's uh, La Alba Sieste, that's like the men's and the women's team both have that nickname. But a lot of these are are different. I don't know where they came from. I would hope the team made them and not just Fox. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I think they're all just, just named. The U.S. Stars and Stripes. It's probably cool yeah. to other people that aren't, you know, American. But there you go. Go U.S. Go beat Vietnam tomorrow and, and get us another title. There you go. Um, best thing you learned. The best thing I learned this week. Uh, the Titans, or shall I say the Oilers, uh, of course, signed uh, DeAndre Hopkins live on air this past week. Um, and uh, they're, they're Super Bowl odds, guys. Before signing DeAndre Hopkins, plus 8,000. After signing DeAndre Hopkins, plus 8,000. Uh, it comes from <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, so, yeah, big impact. Big, impactful move. Uh, the Titans have planted their flag in the AFC. Yeah, shall I say the Oilers? DeAndre Hopkins wanted to go to a winning culture, so he chose Tennessee. He wanted to play for a winning quarterback, so he chose <laughs> he chose Ryan Tannehill. Kenny does not like the move. You can check the YouTube for what he just did. But, um, yeah, I'd throw a future on that. 
No, I, I would not. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Never <laughs> mind. I can't even I can't have a joke about that. Kenny, what'd you learn? Um, so I thought about talking about Wiz Khalifa here and what he was doing during when he threw out the first pitch in Pittsburgh. I decided not to. I'm going to talk about something else. Um, cool. Bal- Bally Sports uh, came out with their own beer line. And the whole slogan is like how the game is shorter, so your beers should be shorter. And it's like, you know those little bitty like Coke cans and Pepsi cans that you can they get? They like, didn't. Yeah, so they made beer cans that are half the size of a regular beer can. Which place called, did this? This is Bally Sports. So ba- it's Bally Sports. Bally Sports. Like, my employer. Bally Sports. This is not an Bally ad. Sports. Bally Sports. Wait, what? How? why did they make because they wanted to. I mean, it's just called shorter games call for shorter beers. Tall boys <laughs> in the pitch clock area. Who has the time? Introducing Bally Sports short beers, eight point four ounces of golden refreshment, and it's it's shaped like it's not shaped like a baseball, but it has like the seams on it. Uh, I gotta find out where to get one of these because I want to want to see. It's like I, one I sip sometimes. Wanna, yeah. Okay, here are the shot. places. Oh, they're in Milwaukee. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll go get co- one and in, in Company Brewing in Milwaukee, of course Kansas City. Milwaukee um michigan tampa florida and miami florida this is where you can get them uh i i like that yeah it's just like a shot of beer if they're gonna bring this in then i think let's just do 10 cent beer night but just do these instead it'll be fine there Mm -hmm. won't be any there won't be any mayhem or commotion whatsoever i'm trying to find the percentage on it I wonder if they increase the alcohol percentage because it's 8.4 ounces. It's actually just a, it's just a shot of hard alcohol. Yeah. How many beers <laughs> did you have today? 24. Uh, <laughs> 24. There's no there's no info on it. Like there's it's just <laughs> It's interesting Bally is the head of that, but Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, also what Wiz Khalifa tweeted was Finna get stoned AF and throw out this first pitch at the Pirates game. Which did he? Did we see the pitch? Yeah, oh, he didn't. said he said it was crazy. He had a follow-up cr- tweet about it. It was crazy. I mean, I'll read the follow-up tweet. Um, yeah, there's a lot of weed on his on his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, man, is this all you, this all you tweets about? Haven't slept. He said that after. Okay, I'm looking at the throw right now. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's... give us a give us a breakdown. He did not throw from the rubber. He threw from the front of the mound. Okay. Uh, he went like this, so I, I don't think it was a good throw because the Pirates didn't show the rest of it. He kind of threw his hands up, and then he pointed to the crowd. So Okay, well, um, maybe, maybe not maybe, the best throw. I think that could make your throw better in some situations, more calm. Yeah, so go. he said, shroomed out throwing at baseball is crazy, and then he said, work Wait a minute. for today, <laughs> and took it took a picture from the stadium, and then he said, fuck yeah, with a picture of Cracker Jacks. So <laughs> probably okay. a good night for Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he had fun at the game. Um, good for him. Also, he said shroomed out. That's different. That's different from yeah from weed. <laughs> That's a different, different drug completely. Yeah. Interesting. Well, there you go. Wiz Khalifa doing Wiz Khalifa things. Um, best thing I learned: Le'Veon Bell, of course, well known for being the Steelers' running back a while ago. Um, he loves a bug's life. Of course, the movie. He tweeted uh, on July 18th. Um, Disney a long time ago. All caps. 1998 parentheses taught me a valuable lesson about sticking together comma go watch a bug's life in quotes dot 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 it'll put in perspective the running back market dot dot the running backs are the ants dot dot i'm flick parentheses the in the inventive ant parentheses i took all all caps the damage from the grasshoppers owners parentheses 
So, yeah, this comes after, of course, guys like Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs not being paid by their franchises. It sparked, of course, like the big debate about do running backs matter? There was the graphic I saw that like um, the Panthers are paying Miles Sanders the same amount that the Eagles are paying their entire running back room. It's a mess. And I I don't know where you guys stand on the whole running backs thing. I think I do, actually, but you can say your, your take if you want. But I just think it's really funny that Le'Veon Bell is comparing himself to Flick from Buzz Life, from a Bugs Life. Uh, it's unfortunate, uh, but paying running backs big money does typically wind up backfiring in a pretty massive way. So it's just kind of what it is. You need ru- rushing production. You don't need it for a lot of money. Yeah, unless um, I don't know if if you just look back at all like the Super Bowl winners last couple of years, look at their top leading rusher and look at how much money he makes. In the end, it's it doesn't really matter about how much uh, or you know how good you are. I mean, if you fit the scheme well, you're going to have success, and that's just what it really comes down to. Yeah, I'm sure we'll you know we're all going to have fantasy teams. Hell, we might have an unwritten rule fantasy team. We're all going to be complaining about running backs at one point or another. Um, a nice take I heard that I'm stealing is the whole like people getting mad that like kickers are paid more than running backs. And then, mm-hmm. you know, everyone forgets that the team has to pay like three or four or five running backs and you only pay one kicker. So, yeah. you know, let's let's just remember how salary works. Have to def- I have to defend kickers also kicker guy. Um, do we have Fuck. a do we have a joke? Someone have a joke? Hey, no, I do. On. We don't have a ratio. No so ratio. I, have was a, I have a joke. Um, the joke goes like this. So I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. Do you get it, Jack? Yes, I get it. I thought we were just, we were just going to go waiting for the rest of it. No, I did. I wasn't waiting for the rest of it. And we'll see you guys next week. We'll see which one comes (laughs) first. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Um, yeah, good quick hits. We had no ratio. Twitter, Twitter was boring. Um, All right, we'll move swiftly onward then. Uh, We're going to finish the show Mount Rushmore. Stay tuned. Okay, we're going to finish the show with another Mount Rushmore for everybody. We're doing a Mount Rushmore of journeyman athletes. Uh, So the criteria uh, we used for this, we required a minimum of five teams. So the players have had to play for at least five teams. And we're excluding some guys who have... I thought we did five. We're doing five. We're doing five. five. Well, I text we... earlier, what is the criteria? And you said four. Are you Let's kidding go. me? It switched five. We switched to five. We switched it to five in the group chat. We Are said you... that. Why did we switch it to five? Payton's got to scramble. Maybe, yeah, I said we should, we're going to switch it to five. Kenny's and then you the said, well, up. he played for seven teams, so never mind. You were going to do five because of the AP rule. But AP yeah. paid, played AD. for seven teams. It's AD. <laughs> But so we're actually doing five now. We're doing five. We're doing yes. five. Okay. Yes, we're doing five. Peyton's got to swap. Uh, we're doing five. Um, and then, yeah, so some guys who were known for playing for one team, but just played for a couple more, like at the tail end of careers, like we, we don't really count. We're not really counting those. Um, also, Peyton did also want to put on the record that Brandon Marshall is dog shit. We were talking about I Brandon did not Marshall earlier. say that. He did. I said <laughs> AP by the end of his career. AD. Oh, AD. AD. <laughs> AD. All day, all day, all day, all day. His initials aren't AD. All day. His nickname's AD. Yep. Call him all day. They used to call him all day. He was dog shit too. AD was my father. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I have wheel. So Kenny, Stay. I, I, I want this also on record. 
I off air said Kenny can go first, and he said no, we're going by the wheel. So if I go first, I don't want any grief. There you go. Focus. Spin the wheel. Such high quality. What a it's Jack. I it's Jack. It's me. <laughs> no. All right, Jack. I Peyton told me. I told Kenny he could go first. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I know. All right. Yeah. All right. So is it? It's me, Peyton, Kenny. Yes. Yep. All right. I'm going first. Then one one. Um. All right. This is interesting. I didn't think I was gonna go first. I think I gotta go with this pick. Um. I'm gonna go with my my football guy. Um, we all know him. We all love him. Oh. Retired now. God. I'm taking Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ah, I, <laughs> I knew that would get taken. I knew it. That was the worst segment on earth. <laughs> so you know, uh, Peyton. Or never mind. Never mind. This wouldn't have mattered. I was gonna say if I if Kenny went first, I was gonna let you go second. But you're still going second. <sighs> but Kenny might not have taken Fitzpatrick. Up on I was me. taking Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I was gonna right. take Fitzpatrick. All right, good. Um, so Ryan Fitzpatrick first. All okay, right. uh, I'm going to pivot to my only non-football guy, although now I may have another non-football guy. Uh, Steve Pierce is going to be my pick. Uh, one of the most accomplished journeyman hitters you can find. Um, in fact, the baseball gods punished him the second he tried to sign with a team long-term. <laughs> he, he signed a long-term deal with the Red Sox after he won World Series MVP after he was traded there in the middle of the year. And he played like 40 games after he just couldn't stay healthy. Um, so Steve Pierce, really productive bat wherever he was. That's my journeyman pick. Nice. Awesome. He's the ease, the, the face of the AL East the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, my journeyman, I'm going to let you guys dispute this if I can choose him or not. I'm going, going to the NFL here. I'm taking Nick Foles. Can I take Nick Foles? Sure. Why wouldn't you yeah. be able to? I'm just because I mean he's a pretty accomplished one. He won a Super Bowl. I didn't know uh, if he could no, use him. Yeah, it wasn't like ever a Eagles, Eagles, or Eagles, Rams, Chiefs, Eagles again when he then won the Super Bowl. He Jaguars, was an All Star. He was a Pro Bowler Bears. once. Jaguars, Bears, oh. Colts. I think it counts. Yeah. Think okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right I'm so. taking Nick Foles there. Um, my second one is kind of tough. I'm gonna hold off on some of these other football players I got in the back of my mind. Uh, I'm gonna go baseball here though, and I'm gonna take Bartolo Colon. He played for okay. 11 teams. And I know he won a Cy Young. I know he had some good seasons in there. But, I mean, if you think Bartolo, you can think of a slew, a slew of teams. So, I'm going with Bartolo there. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. He won a Cy Young, uh, which is crazy enough. Mm-hmm. But he is a definite journeyman, uh, especially at the end of his career. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and pull the trigger on Chase Daniel here. Uh, the greatest backup quarterback of all time. If you want a solid veteran that will know your offense and act as a coach and a mentor, Chase Daniel is your guy. Also, M-I-Z, that's my pick. Currently a free agent. Mm -hmm. It might be the end of the road for him, which is sad. Um, I'm between two here, and I get two picks, so I guess I could maybe have both of these, but I don't know if I want to do. I literally could. I I could. I don't know if I want to have both. Um. I'm going to go ahead and do it, though, because he's not only an American League journeyman. He also played overseas a little bit. I'm going to go in the basketball realm. I'm going to take P.J. Tucker. Oh, no. Yeah, I thought right. that's, want that's who I had. But guess what, Kenny? Oh. He won a chip for my team, he and did. I have to draft him. So P.J. Tucker, Bucks legend, um, played for in his career 
a bunch. I, for, I like forgot he was on the Raptors for a season, then was all over the international scene until 2012 when he was with the Suns, and then Raptors, Raptors, Rockets, Bucks, Heat, Sixers. There you go. And, uh, and then pick. oh, I get two. Um, mm-hmm. Pick two. I'm I'm torn between staying in the basketball realm or going with another quarterback in football. I look at reactions. I don't think either of you have either of these on your mind. Go. What were you going to say, Kenny? Uh, I'm just I'm thinking I'm thinking of more basketball players right now. If you took PJ Tucker, so. I got another basketball player on the dome I could uh, say to you because I don't think I'll draft another basketball if I don't pick him now. All right, let it, let me know once it gets there. I don't want to pick. Yeah, him. yeah. I'm take him. Um, right. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let my quarterback one fly. Give me Josh McCown. Okay. Another I was thinking about him too. Yeah. Played for pick. played for a bunch of picks. Uh, Kenny, do you want me to say the basketball player or, or no, 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 Wait, okay, wait, I wait. I won't. Okay. Okay, well, my basketball pick is coming right now. It's going to be Trevor Ariza. I mean, That's he played – he was traded like a thousand times in his career, and he played for – in his career – were you going to pick Ariza? Yeah, I'm, I'm going through like this, the 2015 and on Rockets right now, and I can't um, – Well, there's still like three options from that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there is. He played for the Knicks, the Magic, the Lakers, Rockets, Hornets, Wizards, Rockets again, Suns, Wizards again, Kings, Blazers – Heat Lakers again. I mean, this dude was everywhere, and he was traded like a million times. So, that, that's my pick. Um, that's a good pick. Uh, I'm still kind of thinking about that NBA player. If you want to throw it out there now, Jack, you want me to throw the name out there now? I won't draft him. The other NBA name I had on my board is Jeff Green. Okay, okay. I, I was want a title. wasn't even thinking of Jeff Green, but um, that's a good one. Um, I was thinking more of Corey Brewer. I when I think of like okay. guy who's been around the NBA, it's Corey Brewer, especially playing with multiple teams in the same year. If you go through his his basketball reference, 2010, 2011, he played for two teams. 2014, 15, played for two teams. 16, 17, played for two teams. 17, 18, played for two teams. 18, 19, <laughs> played for two teams. Um, so he the played. He was, he was around the block. Great, jeez. He uh, played for Minnesota for six seasons. Every other team he played for was three and below. Um, I, I remember Corey Brewer, of course, as a Rocket, though. Mm-hmm. So that's my basketball player. We, we also – I, I want to say a preemptive you're welcome to everyone who does immaculate hoops or NFL grids because these are all great names for you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Um, next one, so my last pick here. Um, I'm going back to the N- NFL world. I think quarterbacks are a lot of fun for journeymen drafts and i'm between case keenum and brian hoyer and i think the thing that's oh. really going to make me take he's case keenum here is that run he had with the vikings in 2017 that's magical um and i think i'm going to take case keenum right there okay. of course he's back with the texans now too good pick um pick. yeah no i i had a lot of nfl guys i wanted to go with but i'm just gonna stick mlb here you need a reliable back end of your bullpen arm who are you going to call? Can I guess it? Can I guess it? Yeah. Is it Tyler Clippard? No, but that Mark is a Melanson. really good one. No, not, not him oh. either. Who are you going to call Octavio Dotel? Um, Octavio Dotel nailed down 109 saves in his career, and this is his list of teams in order. Mets, Astros, Athletics, Yankees, Royals, Braves, White Sox, Pirates, Dodgers, Rockies, Blue Jays, Cardinals, Tigers again. I mean, that is just an unbelievable – he didn't even play for the Tigers twice. I just thought he did because I said so many teams there. So, Octavio Dotel, 
absolutely dynamite arm out of, out of the bullpen, and he played for a thousand games. The one name that really came to mind, Peyton, for you when you were about to say that, that I didn't say it was Edwin Jackson. He played for oh, 14 teams. I had him on my list. I had him on my list. Yep. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to get mm-hmm. taken. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the definition of it. I could take him, but... You could. You have one more pick. I do, and I'm going to take the guy I actually thought of first on this list. I saved him because I knew I was going to have to steal some picks and you guys wouldn't take this this guy. This is the this is the one I said. Um, we were talking about Hall of Fame. If they went to the Hall of Fame, that didn't count. Someone like Mello. This is the guy I said. There is no Hall of Fame because he's a soccer player. And it's an international sport. I'm taking Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um, many, LA many Galaxy might. Knows. Yeah, LA Galaxy legend. Uh, many might not know. Zlatan Ibrahimovic played for four teams. His his first four teams were all in the span of like less than like 10 years or whatever. He played in Sweden, the Netherlands, Italy, Spain, Italy again, France, England for the LA Galaxy in America and now and back on uh, AC Milan in Italy where he's making his second stint. And then he'd made his second stint. Now he's retired. So great, legendary. And he would be a Hall of Fame, I think, level like player. Um Mm -hmm legendary legendary striker i had to get a soccer one in there um i had Edwin jackson on my list i also had ricky henderson on my list who just played for like 25 years in the majors i I think he's too yeah i think he's too big he's too good oh he went to the hall Mm -hmm. of fame yeah he can't he's he's too big everyone thinks him as an a yeah Mm -hmm. um and then the only other one who also might not qualify i had was uh the smush man himself juan howard I did have teams. Juwan Howard on mine, but I yeah. didn't think he would be that fun of a list or fun of a pick because I, I don't I, even think of Juwan Howard as many teams, to be honest. I couldn't I do think it of on principle. A heat. A heat. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so recapping the draft, my team has Ryan Fitzpatrick, PJ Tucker, Josh McCown, and Zlatan, Peyton, Steve Pierce, Chase Daniel, Trevor Reza, and Octavio Hotel Dotel Holiday Inn. Um, Kenny, Nick Foles, Bartolo Colon, Corey Brewer, and Case Keenum. The one thing you forgot to mention about Slaton is that there was a character based off of him in Ted Lasso. <laughs> Which, if you oh. saw the PSA on the YouTube, you would have known Kenny finished it. I did finish. I finished Ted Lasso. Yeah, watch the YouTube. I might just start throwing. We might have to start doing that. We just make some random video. We put at the end of the YouTube so that more people say it's like exclusive content. Not on Spotify. It- it's definitely got to be something that like I forget to say. Like <laughs> just one of like us this. To say. Here's here was the bet that Jack and I made. <laughs> <laughs>